Naam. But yani, we mentioned how there is a difference between the one who sleeps, falls asleep, and it's a light form of sleep, and he's still in control, still, still knows what yani, he's, he's doing, and he knows whether he passed win or not. Uh, and so, um, yani, uh, we mentioned the, the evidences there for those various positions. Uh, we mentioned that yani, the stronger position, Sheikh uh, he mentioned how um, yani, if a person has control um, and knows what he's doing within his sleep or her sleep, then yani, the stronger position is that he, he, he doesn't lose his wudu. What, what do we say about uh, Adam and Kay, Kay, uh, blood and um, uh, puke and so on, vomit? Hmm? It does not matter. It doesn't. The Rajah, the stronger position is that يعني, those matters don't uh, nullify one's wudu. Naam. And there were some matters that, um, other matters that the scholars have differed concerning um, touching a woman or a woman يعني, with desire and so on. Touching one's private part, um, the washing of the deceased, ridda fil Islam, apostasy in Islam, and so on. For the one who um, yani, uh, wants detail, then he can go back to that previous uh, lesson. So we, be, we come to Bab fi Ahkam al Ghusul. You got it? You got the audio? I think so. Now, type. So um, we're going to listen, as usual, listen to. The uh, Sheikh, I think it's lesson 10 if you can find it. Naam, Bab fi Ahkam al Ghusl. And so the rulings connected to al Ghusl. Naam. So just give us a couple of minutes, inshallah, and we'll try to locate the audio and we'll play it, inshallah. And again, as a reminder for those who have the Arabic book, or and you don't have it yet, but you're thinking about getting the, the, the Arabic version, no doubt a tremendous opportunity for you to, to work through the text in Arabic, to have it, you have it before you, you listen to the Sheikh, and that is a way for you to try and improve your, your, your understanding of the Arabic language, no doubt. A tremendous uh, benefit you can take from listening and reading at the same time. Now. Is it? Okay. Left a phone in the car. Now. Hey. Now, up to this boot. Okay, so what, what I'll do for now, inshallah, yani we'll just read it, we'll read it in Arabic for now, uh, and then we'll listen to the translation. Uh, so the Sheikh, he mentions at the beginning, he says at the beginning of this lesson, عرفت مما سبق أحكام الطحارة من الحدث الأصغر ونواقلها And so from the previous uh, lessons and that, from that which has preceded, يعني, you, you now know the rulings pertaining to Tahara, uh, now I'm translating as well, yani, without realizing. Um, yani, uh, na'am. So you, you know from, from the previous lessons and that from that which has preceded, you know the rulings of Tahara, of, of, of yani, purifying yourself, whether that is from that uh, hadith and that um, impurity which is asghar, minor, or whether yani, it, it is yani, um, from the major 
Um, and likewise, you, you learn the nawaqib, the nullifiers. فَكُنْتَ بِحَاجِتٍ إِلَىٰ أَن تَعْرِفْ أَحْكَامُ الطَّحَارِ مِنَ الْحَرِفِ الْأَكْبَرِ And so now يعني, you're in need of, يعني, um, uh, of knowing the rulings of, the, of tahara and purifying yourself from that major set of impurity يعني, uh, which is, as we know, the ghusl. The ghusl. جَنَابَةٍ كَانْ أَوْ حَيْضًا أَوْ نِفَاسًا Whether that is يعني, from janaba and that is after a person has relations, sexual relations, uh, and a person, يعني, um, male or female, يعني, ejaculate, then that person now is in a state of janaba. And so uh, that is a hadith al-akbar, a major state of impurity, and it requires also or hayd. Hayd. And hayd is? Mother? Menstruation. Menstruation for the woman. Or nifasan. Nifasan. Hmm? Postnatal bleeding and after pregnancy. Now, وَهَذِهِ الطَّهَارَةُ تُسَمَّى بِالْغُسَلِ And this tahara, this purification is known or is called al-ghusl. That's in term. You got it? Okay. Tamam. بِذَمْ الْغَيْنِ بِذَمْ الْغَيْنِ The Sheikh mentions that يعني, when you say ghusl, with a dhamma above the letter al-ghayn. So al-ghusl. And that is yani, to use water and to apply water to the whole of the body. The whole of the body. Yani, in a specific manner and in a specific way, its explanation is going to come. Now, and the Shaykh mentions the proof for this with Dalil ala wujubih. The proof for the obligation of al ghusl from that major state of impurity is the saying of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Does anyone know it? Wa in? Wa in kuntum? Junuban. That's, that's the benefits of having Arabic book with you. You have it there before you. Wa in kuntum junuban fattaharu. Uh, and if you're in the state of Janaba, the major state of impurity, فَالطَّحَّرُوا Purify yourselves. Now, وَقَدْ ذَكَرُوا Do you have it? In the lesson 10? Just don't connect it. Now. Now. So we'll listen to, to the Sheikh. it is 
said that ritual bathing from Janaba was practiced by the disbelievers during Jahiliyyah, the pre-Islamic period of ignorance. And it was among the remaining teachings of the religion revealed to Prophet Ibrahim alayhi salam. Yes. Now, so uh, the Sheikh here he mentioned that this is something that they used to do in Jahiliyyah, and we mentioned this before, that the uh, Mushrikeen, the idol worshippers in the time of the Messenger of Quraysh and the Arab, uh, in their pre-Islamic ignorance, they had يعني, remnants from the religion of Ibrahim السلام, and matters that they used to perform, which يعني, we have within Islam. And so يعني, they had their uh, salah, they had their version of salah, they had uh, يعني, as, uh, song, fasting, they had hajj and so on. From them likewise, uh, يعني, the fact that they would make ghusl from janaba, ghusl from janaba. Uh, and uh, this is something that they would, uh, um, from their practices, was that the one who um, had had that major impurity, or in that state of major impurity, he would stay far away from the masjid. So this is the meaning of junub. Janab is, يعني, the meaning of it, the, or the origin of this word is to stay, to, to be far, far away. That's why Allah subhanahu wa he mentions concerning يعني, الإحسان, that a person has, is, is righteous towards his parents and so on, and likewise to his, uh, يعني, to his neighbor. وَالْجَارِ بِنْ قُرْبَى وَالْجَارِ الْجُنُبْ And that jar, that neighbor that is يعني, uh, close, Kadarik, that uh, neighbor that is far, junub. And so this term they used to say, يعني, they used to say, say about the one who is in the state of Janaba, that he's a junub, يعني, that he must stay far away from the masjid. يعني, this is from their practices, even in Jahiliyyah, even before Islam, that they would use this term for the one who is in that state because he shouldn't come close to the masjid and come close to the Kaaba and so on, that he is junub, meaning that he, he, he stays far away from the masjid. Now, so this is what the Sheikh is, is, is alluding to here. Now, خرج بدون لذة لم يوجب الغسل كالذي يخرج بسبب مرض أو عدم إمساك وأما إن خرج في حال النوم وهو ما يسمى بالاحتلام وجب الغسل مطلقا سواء وجد لذة أو لا لفقد إدراكه فقد لا يشعر باللذة وهو نائم فالنائم إذا استيقظ ووجد أثر المني وجب عليه الغسل وإن احتلم ولم يخرج منه شيء there are six cases in which performing a ritual bath is obligatory for a Muslim. The first, ejaculation by a man or a woman, being awake or asleep, provided that it is associated with sexual pleasure in case of wakefulness. If not, owing to an illness or inability to control it, then a ritual bathing is not obligatory. However, it is absolutely obligatory for one to take a ritual bath if one ejaculates while asleep, which is called wet dreaming. 
as one in this case is unconscious and may not feel any pleasure. On the other hand, if one wakes up and finds the traces of ejaculation, it is obligatory for one to take a ritual bath. But if there is no trace of ejaculation, ritual bathing is not obligatory. Now, so the Sheikh mentioned the proof at the beginning in the, in this, in this, in the ayah. And if you are in the state of Janaba, then purify yourselves and there is uh, with the ghusl. And likewise in the hadith in, uh, in Sahih Muslim, Sayyid Abu Sayyid al-Khudri, wherein he mentioned that the Messenger of Allah وسلم, he said, Al-ma'u min al-ma'u min al-ma'u. That there is water from the water. Water from the water. Uh, meaning, wajib al-ma'u, and that first ma'u is ma'u al-ghusl. So we have the, the word water appearing twice in this hadith. Al-ma'u min al-ma'u. Water from the water. The water from the water. The first alma is ma alma al ghusl, the water of ghusl. And the second alma is what? Ma al mani. Ma al mani, the water of ejaculation, meaning sexual discharge. So the meaning of the hadith is wajaba ma al ghusl min ma al mani. Yani the, the, the water of ghusl. Taking the bath is obligatory, comes about from yani, the, the water of yani, the, the, the uh, yani, uh, ejaculation and sexual discharge. Meaning, when a person yani, uh, ejaculates, then uh, it is obligatory to, to make the ghusl. Now, and so here the Sheikh mentioned an important point, and that is that. Um, a person ejaculating, whether male or female, there, there is either yani, one of two situations. Either the ejac ejaculation takes place, hal uh, yani, in the state of being awake, or the other is when being asleep. When asleep. So, two situations, either awake or asleep. If the person is uh, yani awake and the person ejaculates in the state of being awake. And then in this situation, there is a condition in order for the ghusl uh, and the bath to be obligatory. That is what? Huh? Yani, uh, like pleasure and delight. That a person ejaculates yani with, with pleasure and delight. Mm -hmm. um, as for if the ejaculation takes place without the pleasure and delight, then ghusl is not wajib. Ghusl is not wajib. Uh, like the one who yani, happens to ejaculate through uh, marad, sickness due to sickness, some, some sickness, or adam imsak, or a person who's not able to, to yani, um, withhold, withhold that sexual discharge. And it has some sickness, just like with urine, just like with urine. There are people who are not able to yani, withhold and make imsak of urine, but they have a continuous yani, flow of urine, might be yani, uh, yani, small drops and so on. This person, um, as we've uh, yani, mentioned previously, this person, um, yani, he makes the wudu, he has a different ruling. He makes the wudu before the prayer, or she makes the wudu before the prayer, and, and continues to pray even though 
there may continue to be drops and the person may pass yani urine uh, yani throughout the salah throughout the salah that does not nullify the, the, the prayer for that individual the individual who is afflicted by that continuous yani, uh, flow of urine now and so here is similar the one who is uh, due, to, yani, due to some illness um, or due to not being able to hold back uh, yani from the sexual discharge, yani exiting, then um, yani, um, there is no whistle for that individual. So the condition is what? In the state of being awake, that it passes with pleasure. Now, as for hal um, no, as for the situation of ejaculation during the sleep, what's the condition? There is no condition. There is no condition. Uh, this is called al-ihtilam, yani a wet dream, and that happens for a male and a female. So indeed, there is that hadith of Um Sulaim, Kabalik Um Salama, and Anas ibn Malik, radiallahu anhum, wherein the yani hadith, wherein Um Sulaim she mentioned, yani when a woman she sees that which a man sees, yani in 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 her dream, and so she said is. Is, um, yani, is, is it upon her to make the ghusl? The Messenger of Allah وسلم, he said, Naam, uh, if she sees huh? she sees the, the uh, yani, she sees the discharge yani, when she wakes up in the morning. What if a person has a wet dream or yani, has a dream and within that dream yani, it's a dream yani, where a person may be having you know, yani, intercourse or relations, sexual relations, but wakes up, remembers the dream, wakes up, but doesn't see any discharge. So there is a condition, and that is that there's discharge. The person sees discharge. So if a person has, uh, I won't call it a wet dream then, but has a dream, hmm, where uh, a person having relations and so on, and feels pleasure within the dream, but wakes up and doesn't see anything, doesn't see any, uh, yeah, any uh, traits or yeah, any signs of, 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 of uh, yeah, any, uh, ejaculation, then uh, there is nothing upon that individual. Uh, as for if a person wakes up in the morning, sees uh, yeah, some sexual discharge, but doesn't remember the dream, what about that situation? Huh? Has to make the ghusl. Has to make the ghusl. Now, so is that clear for everyone? Now, now, Thani, we'll end with Thani. Thani, you move about the ghusl, Elijah the Kerry in Hart, Walla Mirsul in Zal, the Hadith in Ladirawa, Muslim or Rayo, and in Nabi Sumallahu Ali was Salam, either part of the Shuabi and Arba, from a Messa Hitan, Hitan, but the Wajab of Ghusl, Edu will Ghusl Al Wati, Wal Motua. الإلاج ولو لم يحصل إنزال لهذا الحديث والإجماع أهل العلم على ذلك. الثالث من The second inserting a man's penis into a woman's vulva even without ejaculation as it is stated in a hadith related by Imam Muslim that the Prophet صلى الله عليه وسلم said when anyone sits amidst the four parts of the woman and the circumcised parts of the genitals touch each other a ritual bath becomes obligatory for both. Thus, sexual intercourse, even if without ejaculation, obligates ritual bathing for both the man and the woman, according to the aforesaid hadith, as well as the consensus of Muslim scholars. 
Alhamdulillah, it's the brother translating it, not me. And now the Arabic is a bit more easier. But Alhamdulillah, there's no shame in our religion. Alhamdulillah, there's no shame in our religion. These matters are obligatory for us to learn. And so there's no shame. And we, we go through these chapters. We don't omit these chapters like some, some of the masajid they do. Some of the masajid, some of the... Uh, those who ascribe themselves from the various groups and the sects, you find that when it comes to these matters, they don't teach these matters to, to, their, uh, to, their, to, the, to their communities, to the men, to the women. But shy from this. We don't, we don't see any shyness from, them, from the women of the message, the, 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 the Sahabiyat, the female companions and the male companions, they would ask about these matters and so it is obligatory upon us to know, to learn these matters because they're connected to our pillars in Islam, the second pillar in Islam, the Salah, which rests upon Tahara, having Tahara, Naam. And so the Sayyid, he mentioned the second point, Min Mujibat al-Ghusl, Min Mujibat al-Ghusl. So from the uh, yeah, things that uh, obligate, obligate al-Ghusl is ilaj al-Dhakam fil farj that is when the, uh, the penis enters the woman's vagina. Even if there's no ejaculation. Even if uh, there's no ejaculation. Due to the hadith recorded by Imam Muslim and other than Imam Muslim uh, that the messenger of Allah he said if a man if he يعني, sits between Yani her four limbs, her four limbs. Here the scholars mentioned that the meaning of shu'biha al-arba' is yani al-yadan wal-rijlan, yani her two, her hands, both her hands and her, 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 her legs. It's, it is said likewise, yani al-rijlan wal-fakhidan, yani her two thighs and her two legs. Thumma masal khitan al-khitan. Then, Yani the, t- the two circumcised parts, genitals, the private parts, which uh, yani we know, I'm, I'm sure we mentioned previously in the previous lessons, that the khitan is something uh, that the, the male, the Muslim male, that he performs, the khitan, the uh, circum- circumcision. And likewise, it is something which is uh, yani, uh, legislated for the, for the women. Legislated for the women. Um, but yani, we make a... a a quick point, and that is that uh, one of the brothers he pointed out that there are strict laws, strict laws within this country, within this country, uh, concerning the circumcision of uh, yani the, the female genitals. And so we, we make clear that this is from our religion, this is from our religion, something which has come, clear evidence, and we yani, are proud of this, and we teach it to the people by way of saying that this is from our religion. This is something that uh, was practiced, something allowed in our religion. But as for in this country, and due to the, the laws of, of this country, and how yani, there are strict laws against this, then that doesn't mean just because we're teaching this, and just because we're studying this, and maybe reminding ourselves of that which has come in our religion concerning this, that doesn't mean that we're encouraging people to go out and do it. In fact, if you go back to the lesson itself, we mentioned that from the scholars, those who said, yani, those who, who, who said that it is something uh, legislated for the women, they never said it is obligatory. They never said it is obligatory for them now, but rather something recommended now. So in light of that, and in light of the strict laws within this country, then Ya'ani will say to the, to the, to the, to the, to the, to the woman, Ya'ani, uh, it is something not out legislated in the religion, but you have to be mindful of those laws within this country. Now, here you are.
so that is the hadith فَقَدْ وَجَبَ الْغُسُلْ فَقَدْ وَجَبَ الْغُسُلْ So when this takes place, then ghusl becomes obligatory. As for if the two circumcised parts, they meet, they meet without the, the, the male uh, penis, his penis, entering the, the, the female's uh, private part, yani they meet, they touch, they touch. But yani, uh, the, 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 the penis doesn't enter the vagina. Is ghusl wajib here? They meet, they touch, but there's no insertion. Hmm? Huh? Inserting. It. Scholars have mentioned that it, it, it is not uh, obligatory, but rather with تغيب الحشفة. تغيب الحشفة, when the male penis becomes hidden, you can't see it now, it's gone in. The, the, the head of the, the penis goes into the vagina. يعني at that point, it becomes obligatory. ولو لم يحصل ماذا? Inzal, even if it doesn't ejaculate. Hada Rasulullah Muhammad wa ala alihi wa sahbihi